On today's episode, we are talking about how functional coaching works and announcing the Fit Mom Scholarship. So we hope that this helps you guys understand a little bit more about what we do. And we are going to be giving one lucky winner a full ride scholarship and a few other lucky winners a partial scholarship. So all the links are in the show notes. If you have any questions, feel free to email us info at fitmomlife.com. And if you apply, good luck to you. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is Hello and happy Wednesday Yes, happy Wednesday It is, it is October, we are in it It is a week too Going from 80s to 60s Yes, that is Chicago in the fall Yes So great <laughs> So great. It was, you know, luckily we traveled this weekend, this past weekend to Philadelphia for a wedding. And we were, I was nervous because it was supposed to be very rainy the mm-hmm. whole time. And it ended up being gorgeous, like okay. absolutely gorgeous night for the wedding. And the day before we were able to be outside with the kids, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor ran through the screen door at the people's house that we were at on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just completely fell off. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did it break? <laughs> the whole door came off. <laughs> okay. So it's not like she like actually busted through the screen. No, she didn't bust through the screen. Okay. Nick was able to put it back on, but I was just like, that. this is my daughter. This is, this oh is Taylor. Goodness. Traveling with her was exactly what I expected. And of course, you know, she's like throwing temper tantrums and meltdowns on the plane and Nick's sitting behind me with Carson and we get off the plane and Nick's like, it seems like she was pretty good. Right. I was like, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and we were, she finally on the way back home fell asleep on me for like the last 30 minutes of the flight. And she was still sleeping as people were getting off and the Eagles were playing oh and gosh. they were like literally down to the last play. And so I couldn't pick up like the bags that I had with, I had three bags. I had her backpack, my purse, and then the diaper bag. And I was holding her and I looked back at Nick and I was like, you need to get the bags. And he's like, I need to f- watch the end of the game. And I was like, people are getting off the plane right now. You need to get the bags. This is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> and then he came out like after a bunch of people, cause he stayed on the plane to watch the to game watch the re- and the then rest get of the, the game. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. I was like, Oh my God. Did they I win right now? They won in oh, overtime. Okay. Yes. So, and I've also decided that I think I'm now an Eagles fan because I just cannot tolerate how horrible the Chicago Bears are. Oh, I st- I mean, we haven't watched one game this season. I have I've officially just transferred over because it's so depressing. Them. And I used to live in Philadelphia when I was very young. So like, you know, and I'm, I married into that. Um, but yeah, I bought, a, I bought a t-shirt that says it's a Philly thing. It's a cute t-shirt. So I yeah. was like, you know, whatever. This is much more fun when people actually win and your team doesn't just... Now I want them to lose so they actually maybe get a good draft pick. But you know, it was a, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend in Philadelphia. Mm. We are home. I'm very ready to be home and in my routine again. And then Carson got sick last night. So, you know, there you have it. You always have something. You always have something after mom life after vacation. Like I didn't feel super great the week that we got home and then Marcus got sick and it was just like one thing after another. Why not? That's how it always goes. You just need to like plan double time off. Just expecting that somebody gets sick. Yes. I will say this morning I was like a little worried because I need like Liz and I take two. Of course it always happens on a Tuesday Mm -hmm. and Liz and I, it's the only day of the week that we get together and podcast and meet about things. We have a lot going on. We have the scholarship, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Mm -hmm. We have some new hires we're going to talk about. Um, But I was like, okay, 
at least it's a Tuesday. My mother-in-law is still in town. She leaves tomorrow. She was okay taking him. It could have been worse. It ended up being totally fine. I was like, thank goodness. Um, but it's so. so true. Like days that Marcus yeah. has been home, it's been a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Or I sent him to school and then got called. Then got called Tried to sneak under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't have a fever and you're not vomiting and you're not having like diarrhea. I'm sorry. I'm sending my cold. Child. Like yeah. you're coming or for him, it's the reactive airway. He has some rea- I don't know. We got the tonsils out. I want a refund. Yep. I just, I'm, I'm going to start digging a little bit more because there's mm-hmm. something. Because every funny. time he gets a cold, this happens. Yeah. I have my suspicions as to what happened with Marcus when we got back home. Um, but who knows? I don't have facts or tests to show yeah. that. So anyways, we today we are going to talk about a few very exciting announcements and then helping you understand a little bit how functional coaching works because a lot of people, I think if you guys have listened to us for a long time, you have a pretty good grasp. So if you listen to our podcast where we talk about, you know, the um, processes and the phases that we take our clients through, but functional coaching and working with a practitioner is much different than macro coaching, fitness coaching, bodybuilding, things like that. Um, I'm far less concerned about macros and intake levels in the majority of the phases. When we get to the body composition, of course, you got to have eyes on macros and Mm -hmm. understanding intake levels and things like that. But we find oftentimes that people, well, a couple of things will happen. One, when we drop inflammation and the body gets to functioning, you know, a lot better because you're assimilating nutrients better, you're absorbing things, all that inflammation drops off and you you lose weight. Mm -hmm. Or two, on the flip side, it was never about the intake and calories to begin with. That person's body is so burdened with high blood sugar issues. Um, You know, the liver isn't processing things as well as it could be. The gut might be a mess. And then, you know, that's just not the time that weight loss is a focus. As things improve, it can be, but it kind of goes, you know, one way or the other, depending upon, I would say, how long the person has been dealing with their symptoms. So if you guys have ever heard us say, the longer that you wait, the longer it takes and the harder it gets, the more expensive it gets mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like the investment in yourself, but also it gets expensive with your time, your energy, and maybe the amount of things that you would need to get out yeah. of this place compared to if you would address things, you know, head on. And for us, I mean, we are continuously working on our health mm-hmm. and um, you know, I've shared some things just with my story recently on Uh, my social media platforms and stuff. And that's not what we're going to talk about today. But as long as you're alive, you should be working on your health. Absolutely. I I mean, Liz and I both have shared a little bit. I don't know if I've actually shared much about my dad's situation, but Liz has talked about her mom. And um, I have very much so suspicions about my dad was diagnosed with leukemia about seven years ago. And he, in the past month, was just diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, So, you know, it's, it's really hard to see someone so close to you. Cause I'm very close to my dad. Uh, just like basically deteriorate before your mm-hmm. eyes. And I have, a, now that I'm learning more about my genetics and my predispositions health wise, um, I have a lot of suspicions about my dad mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, it's just something that I never want to have to deal with and having my kids see me go through something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in turn, potentially my children's issues, you know, because we pass things down. Absolutely. Especially to your daughters. Um, if you are a mother, uh, and so I, there's, it, there's just so much that has been opened to my eyes. Um, and now I'm like, you know what? I realize that it's an investment. I realize that it's something that's not covered by insurance 99% of the time. Um, but 
it's something that could change the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's different. We're going to talk about how it's different um, and why we have become so passionate about it. And I think why you often see people come from the conventional side to the functional side, but rarely the other way around mm-hmm. because and I would say, you know, severe cases, let's say like breast cancer or things mm-hmm. like that, you know, there can be a blend and we have a lot of oh, clients yeah. where there is a blend breast cancer survivors, ulcerative colitis, diverticulitis, right? Like we definitely need um, to partner and mm-hmm. work with other um, practitioners and physicians and things like that in the space. And sometimes they're really open and sometimes they're not. Um, and so again, that kind of goes back to advocating for yourself. Remember these people work for you. You are a paying patient, whether that is that you're paying obscene amounts of money to Blue Cross Blue Shield, who doesn't want to cover half of the things that <laughs> you need like myself and my family, um, you know, they, they work for you ultimately. And so it's interviewing providers, you know, too. Um, that's one thing that we're going to be doing, uh, in terms of my son, we're not going back to our pediatrician, uh, for various reasons. And, you know, now I have a couple of people that I want to interview. I want to know that this person's on my team, that they have my best interest in mind, you know, or that they're paying attention and they care. And I think, you know, as we get into this episode, I am going to be pretty transparent too about the fact that we have had clients come from other functional, let's say naturopaths or mm-hmm. practitioners that I'm not really sure what was, you know, happening there. Um, but what we get a lot of times is the comments regarding like your level of care is so much different. Like I've even had people on, you know, calls where they're interested in the program, send tests to me prior and talking through them. They're like, wow, I learned more in this call. I'm not even working with you yet because my other person that reviewed this reviewed it for the first time when I was sitting in their office. And we don't, I mean, we spend hours analyzing tests and putting together plans and strategies. And, you know, it's not finalized until I'm on the call with the person, making sure they're on board with this. This is what it's going to look like. Is this good with you? If there's concerns, we make adjustments, right? But if you're getting functional testing, genetics tests, Dutch tests, GI map tests, blood work, I mean, you know, if you've been to a conventional doctor's office, they will call you and say, everything looks fine Mm -hmm. unless something is extremely flagged. My favorite is that when I get a copy of my results and there's a couple of things that are flagged on there that they never mentioned to me is I'll call them back and say, you just left me a voicemail. Everything looks fine. I'm looking at the results and I see some markers high or low. But then when we take that into the functional space and we look at what's optimal, there's more things that are off and they're, they're not looking at that. They're not looking at trends. They're not looking at patterns. They're not really analyzing blood work because you can learn a lot from blood work. Um, And so functional or holistic medicine isn't always perfect. You need to be interviewing people. You need to, you know, do your research as well. Like I've had bad experience with functional doctors and that's why we run our program the way we do. I don't want to see you once a month and not talk to you the rest of the month because I don't think it's as effective. I have no Mm -hmm. idea what's going on with you, how you're managing stress. There's oftentimes very simple things tweaks and adjustments that we can make from a person sharing like, Hey, this happened. This is how I'm feeling. And so that's why we do our office hours and all the other things that we're going to get into. But we understand that functional is not always in the cards for the investment that it takes for people. And so we are doing a scholarship for the first time ever um, to give back. We also just hired two other practitioners, which we'll talk a little more about. So we're really excited as we continue to grow and expand our team that we're in a space from a business perspective to be able to help someone in need. Mm -hmm. So there's a link in the show notes. 
I need you to hear when we say that you are in need, we are going to be looking for a desire to want to change your life and be willing to put in the work like our most successful clients, but also a a very strong need. So Mm -hmm. share your story. If you're going to apply, we're looking at stories. Yes, we're doing, we are requiring videos because this is not just like, oh, I want to do this, but I don't want to pay the money. I just want to lose some weight. This is like, you are struggling. And I'm not saying that those people are not important. We're just trying to work a different scenario and case in this scholarship. We want to help someone that has been struggling probably for years is is what the scenario usually comes to is you've had symptoms that you've tried things, nothing has worked, they've gotten worse. Maybe you've even gone to doctors and nothing's been helped because that is that is what we, it's so hard to see, right? Like, and we have, that is the majority of cases that we work usually. Um, and we want that person that really, this is going to change their life. Yeah. And we don't take that lightly because we are providing something that is a very high value. Um, and we put a lot of time and effort and investment of, you know, money even into our education and our knowledge. And that's why functional work is not cheap because the people that do it and do it properly spend a lot of time and money on educating and knowing what they're doing. And so the person that is going to win this, we want to see that it is going to truly, truly be a value to them. Um, and so, yeah, we're requiring videos. It's going to, I, you know, just off of the past day and a half, I think we have close to 100 applicants already. Um, we will run this until Friday. And you can go to Liz and my social media. We have posted about it a couple of times on stories, on reels. Um, there will be emails on our email list going out all week. Uh, that gives you the opportunity to apply through that. Um, what you will receive if that you are the lucky winner, um, you will get three months of one-on-one coaching from us, one month of supplementation covered by us. And within that one-on-one coaching, you are getting Zoom calls with your practitioner. You are getting customized nutritional and workout plans. These are not templates. These are individualized to you. If you have blood work, if you have testing that you've had done in the past you know, I would say six months, I maybe even six to 12 months, depending on what testing it is. We will look at those. We have a heavy intake form and process that we go through. Um, so it is, it is of a very high value and we want to change someone's life. You know, that's what we got into this for. That's, we want to help women. That's why we created fit mom. That's why Liz and myself and our practitioners do what we do on social media and creating guides. And you guys, what we, the podcast, like what we do takes a lot of time Mm-hmm. and a lot of effort. And honestly, a lot of it we do for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because again, we want you to be educated. We want you to be in control and be able to take your health into your hands. There are some situations where I was reading an application this morning and it basically says like, I don't even know how I got to this place, but I can't stay here, you know, because I can't live life this way. And you might be throwing, you know, darts and you're just not hitting the bullseye. You haven't really found anything that works or changes uh, the symptoms that you're having or things get better and then they get worse or you aren't consistent and you aren't following through with the very foundational things. Um, And so, you know, when I'm looking at applications here, I am going to be looking for somebody who can tell me in their story, these are the things that I have tried and I've not found relief. Because if you're coming to me and you're eating McDonald's every day, there's macro coaches out there that can help you with changing 
habits and drinking more water. I'm just being totally honest because again, the value and the type of work that we want to do to help change someone's life is much more in depth than spending hours talking about, Hey, we shouldn't be having fried chicken every day and we shouldn't be having Coke every day and those types of things, right? We, we need to have some sort of understanding that you have already put in effort to try to make this better for yourself. Yep. And I, and I think we, we don't want to seem like we're attacking, but like you just shouldn't, honestly, most people shouldn't make the investment in this kind of work. If you haven't been consistent, do that first. Like don't, don't waste your money, you know, do the cheaper option because that's likely going to resolve a lot of things. And if it doesn't, that is where we can come in. And it's not that we don't work on those things with clients. Of course, we work on mindset and emotional trauma and the things that can cause us to end up in spirals of, you know, binging and restricting and not being able to stick to things. Of course, we work on that with clients. But what we spend so much of our time with is getting to the root cause of what people are dealing with. Because most people that we work with have done all of those things. They've eaten healthy. They've exercised consistently. They drink the water. They, you know, have done stress management stuff and they're still struggling with symptoms. And that's when it's a deeper issue that's just not easily visible to the untrained eye per se. And that's what we want to help with because we dealt with that. And that is where our passion comes from. So again, we're not saying that the people that maybe haven't been consistent are not important. Of course you are. You need help as well. But it just might not necessarily be worth your investment until you do those things consistently and know that that's not the bigger issue. Because Or again, at least be willing to do those things consistently yes. to really say, hey, you know, I do know that accountability is important for me because that's the type of person I am. That's how Becca and I are. Um, but when you are coming in, like I, I really don't want to hear the word motivated because everybody can be motivated when they're not in a good place, mm-hmm. Right. We're talking about somebody who really wants this. They have a deep desire to change and are willing, again, to put in the work that it takes. Because our our clients, man, they're rock stars. <laughs> like, we don't expect any of them to be perfect, but they are rock stars. Like, mm-hmm. when we're going through protocols and, like, I, I, I understand sometimes, like, you know, the physical change can be delayed because of years and years of stress on the body and a variety of things, right? If if we get into, you know, this conversation of the healthy gut, happy hormones, understanding that your gut goes first. Your hormones are thrown off because most of the time you have so much stress inside the gut, whether that is a low microbiome, you've had a lot of antibiotic use over the course of your life, you've used birth control, you have, you know, opportunistic bacteria overgrowth, a lot of inflammation hormones will start to improve as we work on those things. But there are circumstances, especially if somebody's had like a partial hysterectomy or hysterectomy or trauma in their life, where then we need to get into the deeper work of addressing hormones, you know, more specifically, but the gut always goes first. And so sometimes for individuals, that means weight loss doesn't happen right away. Mm -hmm. And that you're doing a lot of the healing work and peeling back the layers of the onion and you're improving symptoms and you're working on stress management. Maybe you're working on mental, emotional traumas that have happened to resolve those and address those, or at least get to a better place with that um, before the physical change comes. And obviously inside of that, there's a lot of things going on too. But anyways, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. I want to pause here and talk a little bit about 
who you might be working with if you win the scholarship. Um, so we have one scholarship winner and then at least three partial scholarships uh, that we're going to be giving away because it's going to total about 10000 um, in terms of the scholarship. So we have a practitioner who is going to have a baby very soon, Miss Caitlin. And with her maternity leave, you know, we are like, we need more help. Um, also just with the client's um, levels that we have and people who have reached out to us, it's an honor and a blessing to be able to expand our team again. So we have Jennifer joining our team and Melissa. They're starting actually today. Today's their onboarding call with Becca and myself. Um, and so Jennifer is restorative wellness and her passion is perimenopause, mm-hmm. but she is also a yoga instructor. She's done a lot of things in her life and her story is really cool. We'll have them on the podcast at some point to share that um, and walk people through that. But she's a mom of three and I know that she's dealt a lot with asthma and skin issues. Um, and so she's pretty passionate about those things. And then Melissa, who was actually uh, referred to us by one of our current practitioners. Um, and her passion is women, but also children. So this is opening up another door for those of you who have reached out to us. Do you work with children? Um, can you work with children? What about my daughter, my kids? Um, so Melissa is going to kind of head up our children's I don't want to say department because that's not the right word. Well, we're going to have a branch that eventually is more developed. Um, But if clients come to us and want us to work with children, Melissa is going to be our main go-to in that department because we obviously, there's a lot you can do with kids, but understanding like dosing of things and changes and what to look for with kids, they're so resilient and usually, you know, it can be slightly different than adults in terms of what's driving things for them. And so- we uh, we are so excited to have them, and like Liz was saying, so beyond blessed to be expanding the team, and you know, needing the additional support, and it, it's amazing. It's you know, we love doing what we're doing. We're very very lucky, um, and I hope to be continuing to do it for a very very long time. So, let's talk a little bit about conventional versus functional okay. work health approach, and I kind of want to start with this. When you look at conventional medicine. It is inductive. It is in what we call inductive reasoning. So versus deductive. Inductive reasoning is a little bit more, a lot more general. So a perfect example of this is say you have a big bag of coins and the first three coins that you take out of that bag are all pennies. Inductive reasoning would say all of the coins in this bag are pennies. You can see where there's some flaws there right? You can see where that can start to be a problem when you're doing that with humans (laughs) and humans health. Um, Another great example is thyroid. So when we see a lot of level thyroxine is probably the most over-medicated and thank God a lot of doctors are starting to see this as well. Um, But it is one of the most over-medicated prescriptions and situations that we see. So, you know, someone comes in, they have complaints of sluggishness, fatigue, constipation, maybe hair thinning, feeling cold, weight issues, TSH might be slightly elevated. So they get put on a T4 medication. Never looked at T3 free, never looked at antibodies, never really looked at anything other than the thyroid. Understand that the thyroid is never, I would say 99% of situations, the thyroid is not the main issue. It's kind of like saying diabetes is the cause of diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. 
it was likely many things before that that drove blood sugars to be elevated chronically, that drove insulin to be resistant, that eventually drove diabetes. And so this is why we have the bone to pick a lot of times with conventional medicine's approach to long-term health, to chronic health issues. Listen, we've said this before. We'll say it probably again. You got a gunshot wound? Go to a hospital. Got a broken leg? Go to a hospital. You have chronic health issues? I don't recommend going to a hospital. Like, find someone that is willing to dig into the root cause of why you are dealing with those because if it has gotten to the point of being really bad, it's likely been going on for a while and the symptoms you're experiencing are not the cause of it. Yeah. There's a couple of things I want to share from a doctor that we're actually going to have on. She's an OBGYN and she left conventional medicine. And some of the things that she was sharing on another podcast I thought were really powerful. So medicine, again, it can be very, very helpful. It's a great tool. We're thankful for it. There are certain situations we need antibiotics, right? Medicine has its role. But our healthcare system today as it stands, I mean, if you have conventional uh, doctor visits, you know what it's like. You're rushed in, you're rushed out. Maybe they hear some of your symptoms. Maybe they don't. Um, very rarely do you ever get any kind of like follow-up, checking in on you, how are you, those types of things. Um, and doctors don't ask about foundation foundational things that really heavily impact our health, stress, sleep, hydration, fiber levels, right? Your diet overall, what are you eating? How much are you moving your body? Instead, it's more symptom management, right? So we've shifted from looking at the whole person or whole child and all of their circumstances to just looking at the symptoms with the objective of diagnosing and eliminating the symptoms. What medication do I have? Great example is what I experience as a 14-year-old. I go into the doctor, I have painful periods, I have horrible acne, boom. What's going to fix it? Birth control, right? So when we think about how our system has evolved over the years, like 40 years ago, it was a team approach to understanding the person and, and the, again, the entire situation. So now you go in and you know you you talk to a doctor and like well it sounds like this here's a prescription for it or GI issues right even a lot of the gastrointestinal doctors or articles I've read they are starting to recognize that we are over prescribing anti anxiety medications mm -hmm. for GI symptoms and so you can't just look at a sy symptom and slap a label on it like it makes a very complex situation a very complex being and the intricacies of all of the organ systems in the body way too simple. And so that's part of what we aim to do is be detectives to look at your blood work in a different lens, to look at stool testing or like MRT testing to remove foods that are causing somebody to be really, really inflamed. What could be upregulating the immune system? Like I have a client that just came in and she's just diagnosed with a rare autoimmune condition for her, um, her hair. Uh, so itchy scalp and hair loss. Immediately, I'm like, we're getting an MRT test because I don't want to be putting gas on a fire that we're trying to put out because this is an immune system issue. Mm -hmm. She already feels better just removing those foods. And a lot of them she was eating mm -hmm. pretty regularly, not all of them. But when we can look at these tests and we can say, okay, here's other pieces to your puzzle that we can remove the burdens from your body, your body can start to heal itself. Yeah. And it's not always just supplements. What can I do to supplement? Oh, I feel this way. I'm going to try this. I, I feel this way. I'm going to take a probiotic. I feel this way. I'm going you know, to do more vitamin D or whatever. And like, if you can get your gut to work properly, 
you can assimilate nutrients from a good diet if you're eating a good diet, right? And so again, we are working here to identify root cause issues, what the burdens are on your body, remove as many of those stressors as we possibly can and work to heal your gut and promote a strong immune system. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially why we structure our program, how we do. And our program, you know, for people that have seen is called healthy gut, happy hormones. Um, Technically drainage comes first, but gut will always come after that because the gut plays such a large role in immune system function, in blood sugar balance. And like Liz was saying, assimilation and digestion of nutrients. Like if the gut is not, whenever, whenever we talk to our mentors or, you know, people that we are peers, if we have any issue, they're like, Go are there to, still issues with the gut? Go back to are the gut. Still, go back to the gut. Go back to the gut. Because the gut just plays such a large role in all of that. And when it comes to hormones, most of hormone issues are inflammation issues. And so there are certain systems that you can work that can kind of address a lot of it. And as you go, you address specifically per person. And so that is why we always detox people first. You need to make sure that things are flowing through and out of the system because if you go to the gut first without doing that, you will end up with, especially if people are dealing with a lot, you're going to end up with a whole chaotic situation of people having lots of symptoms. And so we always drain the body first and help get inflammation calmed down and help calm down the immune system. And then we work the gut and the gut is the hub. And depending on how severe someone's situation is, the gut work may take eight, 10, up to 24 weeks, depending on the person. And, and their adherence. And their adherence. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I'm just hounding that the, the last few podcasts. It's true. It's true. You can set yourself back quite a while if you decide to go YOLO for a week or two. You know, yeah, and I think I mean this is something that we have a lot of conversation around as a team of practitioners in terms of the bio individuality and understanding mm-hmm. what's realistic. I think it's also important for clients to talk to their practitioner about what's realistic and yep. you know where they're at mentally because you could be following something but absolutely just like be hating it. And if you never communicated that to your practitioner. Well, one, it's not their fault because you didn't communicate it to them. And two, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because now you're adding, again, the body keeps score. This is more stress of you negative talking yourself all day. And like, I hate this. I hate this. You know, this isn't working and blah, blah, blah. So if you aren't communicating, then that's on you. If you are communicating, then there needs to be a middle ground because yeah, you do need to have a good diet good nourishing foods and removing food sometimes when we're in a healing phase. But somebody asked me uh, recently, like, does it have to be super, super rigid and perfect? And I said, if I were to sit here and tell you, yes, I would be like blasphemy because I'm not perfect myself Mm -hmm. and I don't expect any of that for my clients. And so, you know, whether that's macro based or whatever, if you've done other plans in the past and you see like the six week challenges out there where it's basically like, just vegetables and high protein, like that's not sustainable, you know? No. And so I think it's important to understand what you're doing and why, because we do use unique diets. Yeah. We use fasting protocols um, at certain times. We use, you know, different rotations of diets. So not just Mediterranean, maybe it's more carnivore, maybe it's more keto, maybe it's, you know, a carb pulse where some days are high and some days are low. It really depends upon the person and what phase that they're in. And then for other people, depending upon where they're coming in at, yeah, we are running different tests to identify foods that are fueling and fanning the 
flame to the immune fire, not just the gut fire, but the immune fire. And that's going to be where we tailor their protocols even more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when we approach the functional point of view, it's, it's kind of, we have to get the body to calm down first usually. So when we work with someone, I would say usually the first four to six plus months are just getting symptoms calmed down for most people, depending on what they come in with. And sometimes that includes body composition changes. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can get someone to close to a maintenance program in that time frame. Other people, not even close. And so again, it depends on where people are coming in and how deep it goes. But with functional approaches, we are evaluating through blood work, potentially testing. And then we go off of how someone responds to things. You know, there are general protocols and processes that we take clients through that become obviously specific to that client, but we are working a sequence. Like if this is the problem, this is what usually works. If that doesn't work, this is what comes next. Then, and, and it is a process. We are not mind readers. We cannot see the future, but we work to predict the future and where the body is headed. And that's how we approach the care for the client versus here is the symptom here is the medication. If that doesn't work, that's just how your body is. No, that's not just how the body is. Like there's something wrong. And is it something that's temporarily wrong or is it something that could potentially be genetically defect? Like maybe you have a block with a genetic SNP. Maybe you have a partial blockage. Maybe there's an issue with the body being able to detox itself. All of those things you can find answers to, but not if you just say, no, this is, I guess this is just how I am. I guess my body is just meant to be fat and tired and constipated. No, no one's body is meant to be like that. Some people, it might be a more permanent thing that needs to be in place to help support you because it is truly genetic in nature. Other people, it's just this cascade effect that has happened that you need to slowly peel back the layers to help get to as stable of a place as possible. And then once you're there, guess what? Work's not done because you need to maintain it. And this is another big piece. Like we are not, a lot of people are like, can I just have like a maintenance program with macros that I can stay on? Unfortunately not because it, it, you guys, you have to be able to, and this is something that we work to do with our clients. You have to be able to read your body. You have to be able to understand this is how I'm feeling. What could be driving it? And that's a skill. <laughs> that's a skill that takes development. That's a skill that, takes constant sharpening because every phase of life might be different. Seasons of life are going to be different. Are you in the season of toddlerhood where like my nervous system is fried on a daily because my child screams so much? Like is you is you are you in the phase of you know conquering the business world and so you're you know constantly traveling for work or you're trying to get a promotion or like all of these different seasons mean different things and mean different needs. And there are ways, yes, that we will sometimes work to help people try to maintain long-term. Like I think everyone could do some type of a flush detox at one point of the year. I think diet variation is key. We've talked about that before. Like, yes, there are things that you can have in place to help maintain feeling really good. But the biggest skill is, is being able to read your, your body and your symptoms and when things might be heading in a poor direction and how to turn the chip around. Um, and that's something that we do really try to help our clients gain understanding of in their time with us and another piece of why it's so different than, you know, anything else in functional coaching and in functional work, you are always evaluating 
how things can be better and doing as much as you can to maintain that better state and then gain from there. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to other podcasts that we've done talking about biofeedback and, you know, kind of to Becca's point here where she's talking about evaluating your body, like, how do I feel? Why would I maybe be feeling this way today versus yesterday? Oh yeah, my period is here. Oh yeah, I didn't sleep last night because my toddler was up three times, you know? Um, I didn't go to bed because I stayed up and watched Netflix too long or I'm in a really high stress time with work, you know, it's, it's being able to connect some of those dots and then also evaluating your gaps. What could I be doing better to nourish my body? Am I skipping meals now? Like we're going to do another podcast episode in terms of like fasting, but for very stressed individuals, we don't often recommend fasting because it is going to make things worse. Like you got to know your stressors and be able to connect the dots and then also be able to kind of, you know, do the analysis of an honest analysis too. Where could I be doing things better? Like Beck and I just chatted um, this week. I really wanted to do phase two of 75 hard. And my coach was like, hell to the no, Liz. Like this is actually why I have a coach. Cause I'll just, if I'm left to my own device, I'm going to be out there doing that. And so Beck and I like, okay, well not doing this, but we can commit to each other for 30 days. You know, we're going to do most of the task associated with that, just not all of the movement and activity because I'm in a fasting phase right now and she's some days fasting as well. And you shouldn't be doing all of you know the movement and exercise mm-hmm. and training and all that stuff. Um, I just like the discipline of it. So it's evaluating and knowing yourself. If you're like one of us who like, you're just going to go do the things that you in the past would have done not to do those things. And then also evaluate what you could be doing better. Oh yeah, I have gone to the drive-through more than I should lately, or you know, I've had a lot of events lately, and I need to reel it back in. Maybe I'll do you know a thirty-day challenge of I'm only going out to eat twice within that time frame, mm-hmm. right? Like you really just reel things in, you dial yeah. things in, and you get clean again because again we live in such a toxic world that a toxic world in terms of not just actual toxins that impact the body, but toxic. Um, environments, environments with negative people and, you know, uh, no, I'm just thinking like, even like toxic to, you know, the, the mind that's, you know, basically saying like YOLO, it's okay for you to not be happy with your body and to go enjoy the weekends and things like that because you only live once type of thing. Like there's a lot of various, um, things that we can lump under that toxic umbrella. Um, and so just understand that when we're going through the work that we go through, we're always thinking about what is the foundation of your house because the gut is a huge piece of the foundation of health. We know that it's been linked to chronic depression, low energy, weight loss resistance, metabolic disease, thyroid issues, hormonal imbalances, all of those things. And so that's why we always start, you know, there in terms of big protocols after drainage and, um, you know, opening up those pathways. It's also helping you understand about your body. When we go through blood work, hey, this is off and this is how it correlates to your symptoms. Hey, here's 320 symptoms. These are the areas of your body that are burdened most and this is going to be what is important for you. Hey, your blood sugar is really dysregulated. This is a big part of why you're not losing weight. And here's some things that we need to do because if you're like either of us in this aspect, I like to see data. I like to, I shared this on my stories uh, last week from a weight perspective you don't have the data that I've collected, like where you're weighing every day and you're looking at your weekly averages and you're seeing the highs and the lows and the trends, then you can't really navigate 
appropriately or in those high times you'll be like fuck it this isn't working or in the low mm-hmm. times you're like oh yeah it is really working i can just go and self-sabotage right and so that's why i like to see data from testing from weight from a variety of things to say hey this is where i need to stay the course and be consistent and draw some lines in the sand with you know my boundaries on certain things um, as well because you still have to live your life while you're doing the functional work Okay. I, again, want to reiterate, we don't expect anybody to be a hundred percent perfect, but we do expect you to put in the work and make massive changes. And so if all of this sounds like, you know, what you're looking for, you want to heal your gut, you want to heal your body, apply for the scholarship. Good luck to you. We hope that, you know, you are the lucky winner. If you're someone who's in need and is willing to put in the work. And like I mentioned, we will have, um, three partial scholarships that we are going to give away as well. So you can always, you know, be on the lookout from our team, but next week, Beck and I will be doing a announcement on who won the scholarship, letting them know, um, that they are the lucky winner. And then you'll hear from us, uh, in regards to the partial scholarship. So all of those links are in the show notes. And last but not least, don't forget this month, we are doing a rise coffee giveaway for your review. So one of the ways that you help us grow the show is to rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. I love Andy Frisella. Don't be a hoe, share the show. Um, So pay your dues, share the show, send a copy of this to somebody, copy the link, send it to your girlfriend in a text. Hey, these two chicks that I listened to are doing a scholarship. This is awesome. You should apply. That's one way easily that you could share the show today. And then if you do leave us a review, we will draw the name at the end of the month to give away two bags of rice coffee. 